Because food is effective in the moment, right? It does create a little bit of what you're longing for. It's just not the answer you really, really crave. And when overeating or binging become a pattern or something that's repeated often, I totally know it can really bring you, well, bring us down. Welcome to the Yo-Yo Freedom Podcast. This is the place to learn actionable step-by-step tools and strategies to help you stop binging or overeating and start feeling relaxed and confident around food so that you can show up for your life on your terms. I'm Gemma Keys, and I know firsthand what it's like to feel out of control around food and trapped in the pain of binge eating and body shame. There is a way out. Keep listening to discover your path to food freedom. a week before Christmas and it's the very last one in this holiday series and the last one of 2023. Today we're going to talk about a little trick to create more of what you actually want to be feeling or experiencing this Christmas, more of what you're maybe secretly dreaming of or longing for but don't necessarily get or believe that you can get. Now, obviously, what that is will be very personal to you. All of our holidays look so different. So this is yet another way you can bring more of what you want or what's most important to you into your everyday life. And what's that got to do with food and eating, you might ask? Well, it's because overeating in a way that isn't enjoyable, that isn't actually even about the food at all really, but eating in that out of control, compulsive, oh holy smoke, I can't stop even though I know, like I know this leaves me feeling terrible. Well, That kind of eating is often in response to something that's nothing at all about the food. So examples, well here are just three with a bit of a Christmas theme and of course there are tons more that you'll be able to think up to apply to your own life and your own situation that are personal and unique to you. But these three will get the cogs turning so I hope they'll be useful for you. Number one might be being irritated and embarrassed by your partner, for example, drinking too much at the neighbour's party and getting really loud and a bit obnoxious. Or number two, feeling run ragged as you produce food for the 5,000 and long to sit down and put your feet up in a quiet, darkened room over Christmas time. But instead, it's like you're running around catering for everybody. Or number three, maybe the people that you wish you were spending Christmas with aren't around. And it's a day when that void is especially noticeable or poignant. And with each of those examples, it makes perfect sense, at least it makes perfect sense to me, to be eating through them, to be using food. Like, 
escaping cringy embarrassment by focusing on the food table and maybe unconsciously ploughing through the stolen bites or escaping upstairs and cramming chocolate in your mouth to just get a break and a moment to yourself or it might be eating through piles of cheese and crackers to create a sort of comforting internal warmth to try and relieve feelings of emptiness or loneliness and like I said goodness did those make a lot of sense it might not be what you'd choose to do but I wonder if eating to relieve those sorts of feelings or the tension or or shutdown in your body when it gets too much sort of as if there's a flip point where the brain switches off and those old automatic patterns kick in, I wonder if it makes sense that turning to food does actually help in the moment. Because food is effective in the moment, right? It does create a little bit of what you're longing for. It's just not the answer you really, really crave. And when overeating or binging become a pattern or something that's repeated often, I totally know it can really bring you well, bring us down. So I'm guessing you probably have your own, let's say, challenges around Christmas, as well as the parts of it that you absolutely love. In the last three episodes, we've covered all sorts of strategies to support you, especially focusing on this time of year. And today, it's just about one simple way to actually create a little bit more of whatever it is you're looking for so that you don't have to rely so much on the food as a substitute for those feelings or experiences. Now, I wonder if you've ever heard of the concept of having a word of the year. I mean, I've never had one before, but the idea is that you choose a single word that's meaningful and can act as a sort of focus for the year, a bit like a North Star to guide and recenter you and create a bit of clarity and direction when all the other layers of life come at you and are muddying the waters. Well, I found that having one word or one phrase at Christmas time can be a really, really effective way of sort of bringing you back to yourself and reminding you of what you want more of and what's important to you. You know, at those times when your brain goes off on a convoluted journey around the houses, well, (laughs) mine does this anyway, but of reading into everyone's actions and intentions and behavior and what they're saying and picking up on the energy of other people who might be emanating nervousness or stress or overwhelm or any type of feeling and it's as if you're trying to fix it or at least somehow regulate what's going on with all those other people and all that stimuli coming at you and In my experience, many, many of those of us who struggle with food or with binging or just feeling compulsive and a bit out of control when it comes to eating, we tend to be the ones that pick up on other people's energy and reactions and then either feel responsible or want to smooth things over or maybe just want to get the heck out of there and get away from those energies and feelings or tensions that feel so full on but are also sort of difficult to explain to anyone else and seem a bit 
non-tangible to put into words, you might recognise that feeling as wanting to make things better, get people more relaxed and getting along and having a good time. Or you might notice you have a tendency to just feel exhausted by the whole shebang and sort of withdraw into yourself and almost shut down a bit. And what better way to do that than with food, right? So choosing a word or a phrase to come back to at this time of year, something that really rests within you as being the truth and quietens down all that background noise, whether it's real or whether it's those pesky thoughts that gallop around and around in your head, telling you things that don't make you feel good at all. But that word or phrase can become a point of contact, almost like a touchstone to come back to over and over again whenever you need it. So the idea is to take a quiet moment before the holidays start, if you can, and to decide what you'd like it to be like for you this year. What would you like to experience more of? How would you like to feel? What would you like to bring to this time of year that might sometimes get lost, but is also what you really long for? It could be something like appreciating a specific person or people, even just slowing down to watch a special person in your life. It could be to revel in the extra sparkles of tree lights and decorations and fires in the hearth on those long, dark winter nights. Of course, (laughs) it's not winter for all of us. And I just tried to organise a birthday delivery in New Zealand and I hadn't realised that Wellington pretty much shuts down at the end of December and for New Year because everyone's going to chill at the beach. How nice is that, eh? But anyway, that's getting a little bit off track, but you might long for the opportunity to have a little break over the Christmas period and a rest and an opportunity to just slow down. Or you might long to focus more on nature and really take in a moment to breathe it all in. And the trees and the skies and the birds and the animals They can work their magic in calming your system and creating a sense of awe and beauty. So what might it be for you? What would you like to bring more of into your life this year and this Christmas time? And once you've identified that one thing, choose a short word or a phrase to encapsulate whatever it is you've come up with. It might be a word like breathe or peace or connection or it could be a short phrase like be in the moment or find what's beautiful or even aren't people fascinating like I said I've never had a word of the year but it seems to be niggling at me and on my mind right now probably just as a new idea and because a fresh year is about to start And it also ties so beautifully with this concept of setting an intention for just this next couple of weeks. So (laughs) I'll use myself as an example, and I really hope it's helpful for you too. Now, because I'm someone who has this default reaction to get quiet and withdraw and sort of back off from other people when I feel uncomfortable... 
The word that particularly appeals right now is something along the lines of connection, of looking to find things that I have in common and that are shared between me and another person and just seeing if I can uncover them and notice them more. I mean, we're all human, right? And we all have all sorts of things in common. But for me, going into interactions with that slightly different shift in perspective will, I think, allow me to be a little bit more curious and just looking for what links me to other people rather than feeling scared and a bit nervous, like that little part inside me that defaults to wanting to armour up and back off. I have got to know that little part pretty well over the months and years and I know it quite well now and totally understand why it's there and why it does what it does. It just comes down to wanting to feel safe and protected and secure rather than vulnerable and open to conflict or I suppose potentially rejection and At the same time as appreciating that that part of me makes a lot of sense and especially did in the past and especially was a tool when I was very young, I also know I can support that part of me that holds those fears and concerns. I know I can support myself as I am much older and a big grown up adult. So those ingrained or automatic responses don't have to take me over in such a full-on way. So something like that, adopting a word like connection or an intention like looking for things we have in common, will be a way for me to create a real shift and a new focus. You can probably imagine that instead of awkwardness and withdrawal in social situations is much more likely to lead to openness and curiosity through perhaps striking up a conversation or asking more questions or even just looking at other people through a slightly different lens. So the question you might like to roll around in your mind as we approach Christmas this year is, what would I like to experience more of? What word or phrase encapsulates that intention? Something simple that you can come back to multiple times a day as often as you might need it. It can be super simple, like finding something to smile about, or it could be to come back to your body and notice all the sensations you're feeling in a single moment. Or it might be to let the people do whatever the people are going to do, or a special something to focus on that you love, like lighting a fire in the evening, or snuggling up for a Christmas movie, or perhaps reveling in the view from your top window, or something like that. Or perhaps it's something like mine, looking out for connections and things you have in common with people, even and especially the ones who seem so bemusing or different somehow from who you are. Or it could be to notice the energy around you, but not necessarily to absorb it as your own. So why not give it a try? This has been a relatively short episode with just one 
suggestion or invitation to set an intention by using a short phrase or a single word to sort of frame how you'd like your Christmas or your holiday period to look like. And when you set a simple intention for this time of year, and most importantly, remind yourself of what it is when the Christmas crazy gets here, it means you're naturally drawn to creating more of whatever it is that you're looking for. Those little glimmers of joy or enjoyment or a smile or noticing something beautiful Whatever it is for you, if it's there planted in your mind as something you'd like, then it's almost as if you watch out for it and it sort of grows. And I've seen and had so many people tell me that can be an absolute godsend when it comes to sidestepping the compulsive feelings around food that are so very familiar to people who struggle with overeating and binging. I am sending so much love your way this Christmas time and I'll be back with another episode a couple of weeks into January because all of my family are coming to my house this year. I am actually really looking forward to the chaos and the messy peopleness that it's absolutely sure to bring and I will definitely be setting an intention and finding ways to come back to myself and create more of the feelings I want to be feeling no matter what's going on around me that's for sure. And remember if you haven't got your copy yet go to the show notes wherever you're listening to this episode or go to yoyofreedom.com forward slash 24 to download your free guide, Eight Simple Strategies to Break the Binge Eating Cycle. You'll find something in there, even if you choose just one of the eight techniques, that if you're willing to give it a go and to keep going with it, really can make a difference in changing your relationship with food. it for today's episode thank you for listening subscribe to the yo-yo freedom podcast for more insight tools and support as you pull back from binging and overeating and step into your most authentic vibrant life if you found this episode helpful it would be wonderful if you'd take a moment to rate the yo-yo freedom podcast on whichever platform you listen on thank you so much bye-bye for now